MMA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $50 at WinBet and get $200 in free bets. Bet big and win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by Sleeper. You already play fantasy on Sleeper, but now you can win cold, hard cash with their over-under game. Just head on over to sleeper.com slash SGP on your phone to join the SGPN group. And Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit of up to $100. That's sleeper.com slash SGP. And make sure to check out our relaunch merch store where you can get all of your favorite SGPN gear. Just go to store.sportsgamblingpodcast.com. Yo, DeGenerino, and welcome to the MMA Gambling Podcast and the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, episode 164. Obviously, this has to go to America. Hell yeah, it's your birthday. It's your Canada Day, um, July 4th, when you're hearing this, possibly, probably, uh, you're, you're listening to this on July 4th. So I hope you're having a fantastic July 4th, 4th of July, whatever, Independence Day, I think is what you people call it. Uh, <laughs> hope you're blowing, thing, blowing things up and eating dead animals and whatever, shooting things, whatever else uh, you guys like to do. Um, riding in pickup trucks. I think you like to do that too. So have a great day, uh, Americans. As you can tell, I'm a Canadian. You Maybe you can tell by, <laughs> maybe you can't tell because I'm sick. Maybe I don't stand as Canadian because my voice isn't isn't quite what it usually is. But I am the Canadian Denzel Washington, they call me, uh, Jeff Fox. And I'm one of the hosts here. Thank you for coming to the show. Um, we, this is one of your special Monday, not special, one of your uh, expected Monday episodes of the pod. Usually it's the PFL Mondays, but PFL is off this week. Doesn't mean we're not going to give you picks. Um, my co-host, the Gumby God, has a couple of regional events. He's got some picks for you to make you some money. And we'll also we'll recap, um, recap the PFL action from last week, uh, the last week of the regular season. They're moving into the playoffs. That's why they are taking uh, some time off now. But... We'll get all into that now um, as we bring in my co-host, the one and only. He is now officially Gumby God once again. Is Daniel Gumby God Vreeland. That's right. I'm, I'm Gumby God again. Up? Are you blowing I'm, things up and roasting wild boars in your backyard? I will tell you my favorite part of that 4th of July intro that you did there yes. was your, your – I'm trying to exactly come up with the words for why it sounded so weird, but your inability to like – phrase it as an american would <laughs> independence day yeah what we, it is, right? i don't think anybody is here calls it independence no. day no, it's no. the fourth of july <laughs> yeah july yeah i call it july it's not 4th, july 4th, 4th at all no it is july 4th in the rest I mean, of the world it's july 4th it's on july 4th but it is the fourth of july <laughs> how are you spending your fourth of july my american friend uh, probably re-listening to us posting this podcast and uh, telling our listeners that they should leave us a five-star review. That's, <laughs> that's true. Right off the bat, uh, he's telling you, well, we need more five-star reviews. Um, we have a lot of great podcasts in, um, on the SGPN network, but should Disc Golf get more reviews than us? No. Should should uh, computerized horse racing get more reviews than us? Probably not, right? They're no, good but, shows, but but let me tell you something. To to put in the amount of work you would have to to be a good handicapper on disc golf or not, it's not disc golf, right? It's it's ultimate. Uh, auto, ultimate. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, ultimate, which is yeah, yeah that's different than which disc is golf. What? That's like. Okay. Okay. See, 
maybe it's not a Canadian thing. Maybe that's why I don't know that. But yeah, anyhow, <laughs> it's it, it's to it's not to dunk on the other podcasts because obviously um, we love everybody at SGPN, but we need more reviews, people. So get in there, get us some uh, five star reviews, um, obviously. So Dan, uh, your Gumby got again, not just because of the UFC that which was our last episode. We recapped UFC 276, but uh, PFL went very nicely for you too, which is kind of where you make your hay as the expression goes you, you do good on contender series and uh like a minor league mma so pfl right up your alley and it, you came through last weekend yeah what did i go seven seven and one i believe i was seven and two i believe uh seven and two i think oh we'll, yeah because we'll, we'll I, I missed the minutes. i missed the rory mac one too i forgot about rory mac oh yeah ugh ugh Disappointing Canadian, that guy. Let me tell you. Um, yeah, all right. that's that. I mean, that that could be the title of this episode for you. You can write that down. Disappointing Canadian. This <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm typing it. I'm typing it down. He is a disappointing Canadian, unfortunately. Disappointing. Not July Fourth. I'm not putting it down. No, disappointing Canadian. <laughs> right. We always need a alt title, and it's good to get it right out of the way off the bat. So now I won't be distracted the rest of the podcast all right i'm going to tell you about win and then we're going to jump right into it make sure to get down on wins bet 50 dollars win a 200 promotion where a 50 dollar bet qualifies you for up to 200 dollars in free bets plus the ultimate fantasy football experience bet 500 or more on sports casino before july 31st so the end of this month and you get entered to win the ultimate fantasy football draft experience at Encore beach club including a two-night stay at win resorts for you and your entire league multiple entries are allowed there's so much to choose from and all you have to do is Download the WinBet app or visit wynnbet.com. They've started. Offer subject to change. Terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where a playthrough WinBet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. I should tell you about our merch store too. We've relaunched the SGPN merch store. You can get tons of awesome gear from all your favorite shows, such as this one you're listening to. So jump into store.sportsgamblingpodcast.com, store.sportsgamblingpodcast.com. Get some MMA gear, all right? Right, Gumby? As they take a drink? Yeah, yeah. Go get some uh, MMA gambling podcast gear. They've got some nice shirts. You should just snag one of those, especially with all the winnings that we gave you this past week from both PFL and UFC. Yeah, don't be a disappointing uh, – or I'll be a disappointed Canadian if you don't do that. So. <laughs> all right. Um, PFL 6, it was. Dan did very well on this on this fight card. Um we will break it down quickly. Main event was Kayla Harrison. Easy pick. Dan didn't do much breaking down for it. She came through minus 1,200, but she is not the top seed heading into the playoffs, though. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> does not matter. So Kayla Harrison did what she does, took down Caitlin Young, put her out. Um, co-main event, Sadabu Sai came through. The Where is he from again? He's Denzel Swedish. Washington, but from Swedish. where again? Swedish. Swedish Denzel Washington beat the disappointing Canadian Roy McDonald. Unanimous decision. Roy McDonald is a disappointment, Dan. Yeah, I mean, like, I just don't understand where his intent is in the Roy McDonald we saw in the UFC beating the hell out of people anymore because he just, he isn't that guy anymore. He just grappled. He just grappled the whole time. Yeah, and, and not even particularly well. Yep, obviously, because he lost. Um, I still, I thought he was going to get the decision regardless, but um, he did not win, so Dan lost that one. Ray Cooper the third came through, despite uh, um, not the defending champ, or 
Did he win two years in a row? Yeah. Two years in a row, he's not going to the playoffs. Ray Cooper the third won his fight very, very quickly. Uh, knockout, TKO, 24 seconds into round one. Dan hit it at minus 600, but no playoffs for him. Yeah, it's it's kind of disappointing because he, he deserves to be in there. But I, I'll say this, like he, he just... Did he miss weight in another one? Is that part of the reason why the, the, I'll just say this, the PFL's season structure was like such a cool idea, but they started so late in the year now and only give people two chances to fight that like the, it's gotta be three. Yeah. Or just do a full fucking tournament. You know, like if you're going to do, if you're only, they're only going to get two fights, just add two more rounds to the playoffs and put everybody just do grand prix fucking all over the place. Um, cause if it's not three, you're not getting enough data out of there. Cause one guy misses weight like this, knocks another dude out in 24 seconds and still isn't getting in. Like, yeah, I don't even know what to say about that. It's stupid. Uh, maybe he'll give a chance. Uh, injuries do occur. So you never know. Uh, one of the Magomeds came through, both Magomeds came through. Magomed, Magomed Karamov, uh, beat Delano Taylor. Um, how did he beat him? It was TKO punches. Two, uh, TKO. Yep. I this one you it, I remember now. This one you actually can't give me credit for uh, as much as I oh, want it. Right. Uh, they this changed a, it, didn't they? Yeah, this was originally Zeffirino, um, who had to pull out of the fight. So uh, Zeffirino, um, who who I said I I liked kind of as an underdog, but wasn't officially playing him. Uh, then never even fought. So uh, yeah, you can you can sadly take this one off my record. Zombie, my goodness, that changes everything. Now you're only six and two, Dan. Darn. <laughs> Darn. Um, all right. Uh, I I said, isn't Larissa Pacheco, Pacheco the second best uh, lightweight? And you were like, no, he's going to beat her. And that didn't happen, Dan. I did say that it was a big dog swing now. Uh, and I was willing to take it. Uh, she didn't look good, though. She it's looked true. really bad as soon as it hit the ground, especially. But uh, yeah. Uh, Pacheco, yeah, gonna probably fight Kayla Harrison for the, the title in one fight again. <laughs> and what's gonna happen there, Dan? Uh, same thing that happened the first three. Have they already fought three times or just <laughs> twice? I don't even remember anymore, but the same thing again is bottom I think line. just twice. Yeah, same thing. Yep. So, yeah, that was Dan. It was a big plus 300. Well, we didn't have the odds, uh, didn't have the odds heading into this, but it was a big, uh, he knew it was gonna be a big dog, but didn't come through plus 300. The other Magomed Dan had, Magomed Umatlatov, um, knocked out with the right hook, uh, Al-Salawi, um, Jara Al-Salawi, minus 225 on that one. Yeah, I, I heard a bunch of people talking that they like the dog there. That's silly. Um, cause it was El, silly, obviously. Yeah, Al-Salawi uh, had lost, well, he didn't technically lose, but he did basically lose a fight to Gleason Tebow right before that. So, uh, yeah, uh, easy one there. Gleason Tebow didn't show up, so that fight <laughs> fell through. What happened there? Do you know? No idea. He's right. doing Gleason Tebow shit. He's doing <laughs> bulking. He's bulking up is what he's doing. Um, all right. Um, Marina Mokhtanian. Mok, I said that wrong. It's Mokhtanian is what it is, right? Mokhtanian, yep. Mokhtanian. Split decision over Abby Montez. I didn't see the fight. Was the correct decision you uh, it, I, was the correct I decision. only I only caught a little bit of clips here and there it looked like we were talking about a little bit better boxing from the Mexican Montes and, and a little bit better grappling from the Russian so 
Yeah, I, I think it was just a close fight, but uh, I'm happy I got it right. Minus one fifty five too, so that's a nice hit. Um, what else do we hit on? Martina Jindrova, she beat someone with the super. Should I try to say this? Zamzagal, that's easy enough, right? Yep. Fazalanova, Fazalanova. Yeah, you got it, Fazalanova. Right. TKO or KO, ground and pound, round one. Dan hit Jindrova at minus two twenty five. Yeah, I said better boxer, and uh, that that Zelenova, um, I'm pretty sure if I'm not misremembering here, she comes from a judo background, and like her judo for MMA doesn't look that good. And then in the opener, Elena Coleslaw, Kolsnick beat Vanessa Mello, uh, another minus 225, the Dan hit. Yeah, and Mello's small. She does not belong here. Can I? Can I just? I, I just pulled up the PFL's uh, playoffs because uh, I wanted to see yep. who was in what tournament and where, and you know, yep. g- give myself a chance to look. You know, Sidibu Sai after beating Rory McDonald is the two seed in the PFL playoffs. Yep. Do you know who the one seed is? Rory McDonald. Rory McDonald. Yes, correct. Yep. <laughs> yeah, they have to. They have to do more than t- I like. I, I love. I, I like watching it. I love like that is something different. But two fights isn't enough. Well, and then and then uh, you know on that same token, Stevie Ray beats Anthony Pettis. Stevie Ray gets the four seed. Anthony Pettis is the one seed. They're fighting yeah. next. They're fighting next. <laughs> yeah. Yep. That's dumb as hell. Yep. Like, it's just, yeah, they got to, yep. they got to do something to fix that. And we talked about all the heavyweights who lost their last fight and, and are going to be in the playoffs. So, um, and all the people who beat them aren't. So yeah. Weirdness. Yep. Weirdness, but I enjoy watching it nonetheless. So, um, so Dan six and two, very nice night, 2285. He made, so you're up 41 bucks on the year. Um, and you're hitting 67%. So you're putting up some Jeff numbers there, Dan. Yeah. Well, wait until a contender series. Cause then I'm going to be putting up, uh, oh Gumby numbers. <laughs> Three more weeks for that. But first we got picks for you this week. Don't worry. We're, we're not going to leave you hanging with just review shows. All right. I'm going to, I'm going to leave you hanging for a bit. So I'm going to tell you about sleeper first. We're going now on to sleeper. Sleeper is a fast growing fantasy platform today with millions of players. You probably already have a fantasy league on there. SGPN guys use it for theirs. It's a game changing product. And like anything else in the industry. And now you can make money on Sleeper 2 by playing their new over-under game. It's super simple. First in any sport, choose two or more players that you like and pick the over-under. For example, a number of points in basketball or hits in baseball. Then choose the amount of money you want to enter into the contest. If you pick correctly, you can win anywhere from two times to over 20 times the money you put in. The reason I'm excited about over-under and Sleeper is that it's the only app where I can show my buddies' contests and play together. It's got a built-in group chat where I can see and copy my friends' picks for the tap of a button. It's insanely fun to ride it out together. Stop what you're doing. Adela is sleeping now to play the new over-under game. Have fun with your friends and make some money. Dan has some picks for Tuesday for you. Yeah, take the over on Jeremy Springs' strikeouts against the Red Sox. Red Sox like to hit the long ball, but uh, sometimes whiff a little bit too much. Springs is striking out more than one in inning. Uh, coming off a long layoff, but he was out due to family matters. So I'm hoping he's rested, ready to throw like 105 pitches and pick up nine strikeouts. There you go. I've, um, so here's what you do with that. Uh, um, you head over to sleeper.com on your mobile phone, sleeper.com slash SGP at sleeper.com slash SGP. Join our listener group and sleeper will automatically match your first spots up to hundred bucks. That's right. Join our squad and get the hundred percent deposit match at sleeper.com slash SGP. 
terms and conditions apply. See sleepers terms I've used for details. All right. <clears throat> Picks. How do you, <clears throat> as I lose my voice here, how do you choose which events we're going to pick this week, Dan? So LFA and Fury FC, both, uh, first of all, in addition to being like just really good regional promotions, also um, more often than not have odds by fight time. Um, so while we're not going to be able to give you odds here with our breakdowns, okay. uh, I can give you winners. And then you, uh, after seeing my breakdowns of them and my level of confidence, you can go uh, determine whether or not those odds are good enough for you to play. Come Friday and Sunday, I believe. Friday and Sunday, if I'm not mistaken. Friday for LFA. How did you pick between? Oh no, the they're two. both there's on. Two, they're both on Friday. Yeah, there's two LFAs this weekend. Oh, okay. Uh, How did you pick between the two LFAs? I mean, I I think I picked the Friday <laughs> one because the Friday one had um some people who I was a little bit more comfortable picking with. Hang on, let me see. Did I have a good reason why? I'm trying to see who's on the Saturday one Doesn't that I, if you don't, have. that's fine. Oh, there's not two it's this weekend. Uh, there's just uh, one this LFA, weekend. LFA 136 says it's happening in a week. July topology. July 15th is the the Brazilian. Oh, really? Yeah. Tapology is lying. Oh my god. I have it as July 15th even on Tapology. I think okay. you're you're I think you're lying. Okay, cool. but, but that that one's a good no, one next week. You're a liar. Cool. <laughs> is it is it I, I thought you picked it cuz someone's last name's Worms on it. We are going to talk about worms. <laughs> is that how it's pronounced? We've got one. I, I have never heard anybody say Austin Worms' name, uh, but I would, I would guess. <laughs> Until now. Yeah, I would guess it's Worms I, because there is an O in oh, there. Man. So I think it's Worms. O-U-R-M, Worms. No wonder he's a fighter now. For sure, growing up was not easy for that, uh, <laughs> for that man. Um, yeah, there's no odds, but. I forgot to mention this with the PFL. Dan is very good at guessing odds. Like you did very good guessing odds for PFL last week. You yeah, guessed... I've, I've been around this for a while. <laughs> <laughs> you hit like you hit like everyone except one of them. You were off a bit. Um, can't remember which one. But I think you, it was Col- off. A Col- Nick, I yes. thought was going to be a little bit closer to even money. She yeah. wound up being negative two twenty, which is actually where yeah. I think she should have been lined. But I thought the UFC shine would have kept Melo higher. But the other ones, wow, you were like dead on for some of them. So fantastic. So all right. Um, as I lose my voice, let's uh, get this get this over with, people. Uh, LFA 135, Leva versus Rice or Reese, uh, going down in Arizona on Friday, um, this Friday the eighth, 11 p.m. Eastern is the start time on UFC Fight Pass. Uh, 13 fights. We're gonna break down the top. Three for you. <clears throat> we'll start with Austin Worms. Worm. It's either Worms or Worms. Uh, either way, I, I don't think it's it's uh, a great nick, a great last name to grow up with. Maybe that's why he goes by Star Killer now, Dan. I, I love it, Star Killer. <laughs> and what a surprise! Someone with the last name Clay who has the nickname Cassius, Dan. Lucas Cassius Clay. Is he the one that's actually related to him? Isn't there? I, I, I he, mean, he, he, technically related. He is, but it, I think it gets hyped up how closely related he is yeah. because he's like a weird, distant cousin kind of related to him. Um, so he he is actually related to him, but like some people are like, it's his grandson. And there's like articles out there about it being his grandson or something like that, too. But I have heard it specifically from Lucas Clay that it is just like a weird, distant cousin thing. People sound really dumb when you when you talk about people, Dan. 
Yeah. They're, yeah. All, they're always like, duh, duh, duh. <laughs> is, is that what people sound like to you? Yeah. <laughs> That's what I thought. Yeah. All right. Let's break it down. Austin Worms is, this is, excuse me, this is lightweight. Uh, Austin Worms is the star killer. Five and three. Five submissions. He's been knocked out three times. So there's, we, we got two past, uh, two past uh, to his fight agent. He's going to submit someone or he's going to get knocked out. He's two and on LFA. He's won three straight fights, all via submission, obviously. Uh, Cassius Clay, Lucas Clay, eight and two with three submissions, never been finished in a fight. Three and one in LFA. He's won four of his last five. However, he did lose his last fight. Used to fight up at Walter Waite. Um, give us a line on this first and then give us a pick. So I'm going to guess Lucas Clay comes in around negative 250, 265 okay. maybe. Um, and, and the reason is... Yeah, let's say 255. He, he's really uh, sharp with his submissions, even off of his back. He's gotten a couple of buggy chokes, which is not a usual thing to see in MMA um, or even really submission grappling. He's really good in the grappling department. He's also got decent wrestling. And if you look at his resume, he's like fought some people um, that are like worth mentioning. Like he, he beat JJ Okanovich, who is on Contender Series. Uh, he has a loss to Trey Ogden, who uh, is now in the UFC. Like he's fought some really good people. Um, he beat Mike Breeden, who's in the UFC now. Um, so like he, he's fought a really high level of opponents. And you know if he had beaten Aaron McKenzie in his last fight, we might be talking about him on Contender Series. Instead, he's third to the top on a Friday LFA card instead. So, uh, and the problem here for me and why I'm definitely going to pick Clay against Worms is that, like, Worms is just kind of, like, really slow. Worms. And, and I, I think he, like, I think he tries to get taken down, uh, which is bad. Um, but, like, he's got three yeah. arm bars in a row, and they all, if I'm not mistaken, all three of them have come off of his back. And each time it looks like the, the other person shoots a takedown, and he's like, okay. Uh, and just kind of like lets it happen. I think if he does that against Lucas Clay, he's just going to like get stuck on the bottom because Lucas Clay is not going to just feed him an arm. Um, and also, I'll say this: like Clay could just keep it standing and beat the hell out of him. Well, he is Muhammad Ali's grandson, so of course, <laughs> right? I mean, right. he's a he's a better grappler than he is a striker in the first place. <laughs> but I also say he's a better striker than Warren's is. There you go. All right, Clay is the pick. Dan thinks it'll be around the minus 250, 260 range. All right. Co-main event is flyweights. Felipe Buns or Bunez. Is it Bunez or is it Buns? I think it's no, Boons. It I think it's Boons. <laughs> Neither of the things I said versus Vascar Cruz. Uh, um, like I said, this is a flyweight fight. Uh, Cruz is La Avis, Avispa, A-V-I-S-P-A, which means what, Dan? La Avispa? You know what law means, obviously. Yeah, it's the. Yeah. <laughs> Avispa. Avi. It's got to be. Is it something? Is it a? Is it a bird of some sort? Uh, it flies. Hmm. Is it a bug? A, a, yes, a wasp. A all right. Wasp. Cool. Good. Yeah. You I almost got there. Yeah. You use, you use the Latin roots, and you get there. There you go. He's 12 and nine, five knockouts, five submissions. He's been knocked out once, submitted six times. So there's a path to victory coming up here. One known LFA, one via submission. He's That was his only win over his last three. He used to be the Titan FC champ. He's been fighting pro MMA since 2009. He's fighting Filipino, um, Philip, I-N-H-O. The, the, uh, like, what does that mean? Brazilians are always adding that to the end of their name. In, as a Inho, it means yeah. small. Okay. So he's, he's, and he is, he's flyweight. So there you go. Uh, Felipe 
Boons. 11 to 6. One knockout. Eight submissions. Uh oh. Uh oh. He submits people and Cruz gets submitted. He's been submitted himself twice. He's only won LFA, lost via submission. He's won one of his last five fights. 2011, he's been fighting pro since. He's six years younger than Cruz. Three inches of height, three inches of reach on him. All right, odds and your pick. So I'm going to say, surprisingly, these odds will probably come in right around even. Um, at least that's going to be my guess here. Because uh, Boons, or however the hell you're going to say his name, has lost three out of four. But actually, I think he's the better fighter here. Um, he's got really good spinning strikes. He throws like a mean spinning back kick to the body, which is really good. Um, good leg kicks. Uh, he's also got a really good ground game. Uh, decent wrestling and all that kind of stuff. He fought Juicier Formiga last fight. Wound up losing by rear naked choke. But like, I guess no real shame in that. Um, he's also, I think, going to be bigger than Cruz because he fights up at Bantamweight a bunch. And Cruz is, is mostly just a flyweight. Um Cruz, meanwhile, like in the fights I've seen from him, he, he tries to just like muscle in the scrambling positions. And sometimes it works, which is why you see him with like some finishes on the ground. Um, and sometimes it puts him in really bad positions, which is why you see so many uh, losses by submission as well. Um, and like if, if you watch his fight, the one I watched because uh, I hadn't seen a lot of Cruz is I went back and watched him fight Claudio Ledesma, who he's been all over the place. He was in world series of fighting back in the day, but I watched them fight in combate. Um, and like, basically he was like trying to over muscle scrambles. Eventually he like tagged Ledesma in on his way into some takedowns. So I think it takes like a certain level of carelessness for Cruz to win. So I'm going to take Boone's here. And again, I, I think the odds are going to be even, but it wouldn't shock me if I saw them trusting Boone's skills a little more and winding up being like negative 130. But I think it's going to post right around even. All righty. And then main event time. Um, this is a welterweight fight. Alfonso Leva versus Daniel Rice. Um, Danny Rice is his nickname versus Sniper Leva. Uh, Rice is 8-1 with one knockout, four submissions. He's been knocked out once. This is his LFA debut. He's won two straight fights via sub. Used to fight. Uh, actually, I have him fight at welterweight. This is welterweight. Um, he's fighting Leva, the sniper, 5-0 and with five knockouts. LFA debut. Used to fight at uh, um, middleweight and light heavyweight. Um, so he used to be up some weight classes. He also was, is an Olympic wrestler and a Pan Am um, medalist in wrestling for Mexico. Two inches taller than Rice. And Dan's going to give you the number and break it down. So I, I think this is probably going to post with with Leva right around negative 175, 180. Um, the reason I think that is because, first of all, that that Greco-Roman wrestling background uh, always tends to give a guy a little bit of ground. But I actually don't think he's going to wrestle at all in this fight. Uh, Danny Hayes is a guy who's pretty darn good at jujitsu and looks like he's a fish out of water on the feet sometimes. Um, you mentioned that he's got back-to-back submission wins it's worth noting that those submission wins come six years apart from one another <laughs> um yeah he won his last fight in february but before that his last uh fight before that was in may of 2016 um so he came back and won but against the guy who was two and oh uh the guy before that was zero and four i'm not quite sure what gave him a six-year layoff because there's no fight cancellations in tapology either that plays a little bit into it but also i just think his like wrestling isn't good enough to get leva down and i think leva's He's just got like a very basic one, two that he throws that seems to be really effective. Um, he, he gets hit too much, but I don't really think Hayes is fast enough or, or sharp enough to do that. So I'm going to take Leva here. So he's, he's a wrestler. Doesn't want to wrestle. He's one of those guys. 
I mean, like, so he, he throws those one-twos pretty confidently, and then he usually hits a takedown with, like, I've seen him hit him with, like, 90 seconds left and tries to get work done. But, like, he doesn't have, in my opinion, a really, like, well-developed, like, jiu-jitsu game. He, you know, he looks like a wrestler on the mat. And, that, you know, he's got some submissions and stuff like that. But, like, he doesn't look like he's got the best idea of what he's doing on the mat. And, like, he can knock people out on the feet. He's got a really good one-two punch. There you go. There are your picks. Reva, Boons, and Clay are your picks for LFA. But we're not done. We have more picks for you. Uh, first, I'm going to tell you about a new sponsor of us. In case some of Dan's picks don't come through and you find yourself short of money, Dave is the place to go. Hindsight is 2020. You can't change the past. Like you bet against Macy Barber or, or you took one of Dan's picks here and Worms ends up winning. Um, but what if you could get a little help from your future self. Maybe you can, uh, you'd ask to borrow a little cash. Now you can with Dave. Dave is the banking app that can help you get up to $500 instantly with extra cash. Just more money to fill your tank, buy a wedding gift or catch up on bills. Download the Dave app app store right now. It's D-A-V-E. Sign up for an extra cash account and get up to $500 instantly. For terms and conditions, go to dave.com slash legal. Instant transfer fees apply. Banking provided by Evolve. Member FDIC. If you're online doing that, make sure you use IP Vanish. Do you know that browsing online using incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? That's right. Without added security, you might as well give away all your private data to hackers, advertisers, your ISP, and other prime eyes. That's why I use IP Vanish VPN to make it easy to stay truly private and secure on the internet. IP Vanish helps you safely browse the internet by encrypting 100% of your data. This means that your private details, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands. Even your physical location will be hidden. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. It's that simple. You can use IPVanish on unlimited devices without sacrificing on speed. Your computers, tablets, phones, even devices like your Fire Stick when you're streaming media. Whether I'm at home or in public, I don't go online anymore without using IPVanish. IPVanish is offering an incredible 70% off their yearly plan for our listeners with a 30-day money-back guarantee. It's just like 89 months for free. IPVanish is super easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button and you're instantly protected. You won't even know it's on. Stop sharing with the world everything you stream, everything you search for, and everything you buy. Take your privacy back today with the brand rated 4.6 out of 5 on Trust Pilot. So go to ipvanish.com slash SGP. Use promo code SGP and claim your 70% savings. That's ipvanish.com slash SGP. All right. What are we going to break down next, Dan? Fury FC? 66. Furry. Is it fur? Do, are they furries or is it Fury? I think it's Fury. At least I hope it what, is. <laughs> It would be interesting if it wasn't. Um, 66, you said. Let me find it here. Here it is. No, actually, it's not 66. 66 is it the 66 that we're doing? Yes. Fury FC okay. 66. All right. Um, what do we like about Fury FC as I pull up the uh, info page on it, Dan? I mean, generally, they've got some of the better um, fights outside of the UFC, uh, you know, like outside of LFA and stuff like that. They've, they've usually put together a pretty darn good card. Juan Adams was fighting there for a while. It's where you could have seen um, they had a really good fight. Was it last week between um, Joshua Me- Weems and uh, Mo Miller was like a really good fight there. Um, both of those two like nipping at the, the heels of being in the UFC. Um, Weems probably... It's going to get a contender series fight off of there. You know, like we, we've just seen a lot of people come out of Fury. I think they did a Dana White's looking for a fight there, too. Um, I think that's where they got Trey Ogden, who we mentioned a little bit earlier, um, came out of there as well as okay. yep. mm, Ugly Man Joe. That's who the other one is that came out of there. Ugly Man Joe. Well, there we go. 
All right, this one's Fury FC Vasquez versus Nakatani. It is the 66th edition, as Dan mentioned. It is going down Friday as well, 8 p.m. Eastern. So it's um, the the time of uh, it's it's before LFA is what I'm trying to spit out. So you can you can you know, handle both. And this is a UFC fight pass event as well. It's going down from Visalia, California. You ever been there, Dan? I have not. <laughs> have you ever been to California? I have not. Wow, even I've been to California. <clears throat> Go figure. All right. We're going to break down, like we did with LFA, the top three fights in the card. We're going to start with lightweights, Devin Brock versus Adrian Guzman. Actually, no, we're not. Uh, we're doing... No, that was one He's of the ones we five. have. Is that one of the ones we're doing? Yeah, that's one of the ones we're doing. Devin Brock and Adrian Guzman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, oh, yeah, that's right. I'm looking at LFA. Sorry. I'm sick. I don't know what I'm doing here. All right. Dangerous. Dangerous. Um, Devin Brock. Did you know he's dangerous, Dan? He's dangerous. He, he's not. <laughs> he's, oh, well, I guess we know what's happening here. Well, let's tell you about him first. He's seven and five. Three knockouts. He's been knocked out once, submitted twice. This is his, his Fury FC debut. He's lost his last fight. Before that, he won three straight. Guzman, six and three, two knockouts, two submissions. He's been knocked out once, submitted once. This is also his Fury FC debut. He's lost two straight fights, last one via TKO. Uh, before that, he won two straight. Before that, he lost. So uh, he's 0-2, 2-2, 2-3. That's how that breaks down. Dan's going to pick Guzman, it sounds like, but he's going to give us lines and tell us why. Yeah, I'm going to say Guzman comes in here at negative 125. I, th- I think they're actually going to line this one pretty close because personally, I don't think both of them are pre- either really good prospects. Um, Brock has got really spotty defense, both in striking and when he's on the ground grappling, he's got decent enough wrestling defense, but that's like pretty much the only thing I'm real impressed with on Brock. Um, Guzman, meanwhile, he's got an insanely tough chin. Uh, he could take a punch like no other. He also, I think, has just got like a little bit sharper boxing than Brock. So I, I think that should be enough just to get him by here. Um, I don't think Brock's going to catch him or, you know, I haven't seen much of Brock's offense in a lot of his fights in order to find ways for him to win. But yeah, I, I think Guzman here and probably a pretty close number too. All right. Call me an event. Uh, Bantamweights. Tim Riskin or Rissin? Is it Riskin? It's Rison. Because his... Damn it. Because his his old uh, nickname, I, I'm sure you got a different one because I think he's moved on from it. But it, his old nickname used to be the Bad Moon. Bunch, I think. Bad Moon Rising. Um, yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Bad Moon Rising. He's, yeah, it's really good. He's nickname. a big CCR fan. Yeah, I, he must be because that's a that's a phenomenal nickname. By the way, there's also a, another phenomenal nickname on these prelims. Uh, there's a woman who's making her pro debut, but I've seen her fight a bunch as an amateur for a whole bunch of different organizations. Um, and her name's Gabby Lopez. Uh, and she, yep. she goes by the nickname ginger ass. <laughs> oh, wow. Does she show that it is a ginger ass? ever? I, no? I have, I have no idea why she goes by ginger <laughs> ass, but it's one of my favorite things ever. <laughs> Fantastic. All right. Let's talk about Babin Ryzen versus Jose Avalos um, or Avalos. This is he's stimatic. Did you know that? I did. I did know that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What is what's stimatic then? Do you know what that is? Then? I don't. I don't. <laughs> <clears throat> All right. I'm gonna tell you about him regardless. He's six and three. Alavos would be six three. One knockout, four submissions, but knockout once, submitted twice. So he's been finishing all of his losses. This is his Fury FC debut. Lost his last fight via submission. He, he won three straight before that. He's nine years younger 
than Babin Ryzen. All right, Babin Ryzen, the Tornado, the Tyrant are all his nicknames. Seven and four, two knockouts, three submissions. He's been knocked out three times. This is also his Fury FC debut. Lost the last might be a knockout. He's got a loss, win, loss, win, loss, win, loss. So that's seven straight fights. He swapped losses with wins. So he's due for a win. He also is 0-1 in Bellator. Go ahead. Break her down. Yeah, so I, I'm going to take, first of all, I would say that I think Ryzen is going to come in here at about plus 350, maybe even higher. Um, and wow. I like him for like a weird upset here. Uh, the, part of the reason why is that's I think... big one. Yeah, I think Avalos is being overrated a little bit because, um, when, when he, first of all, he's huge. He's he's got this big muscly build, um, but I, I think it kind of plays against him sometimes, uh, especially when he's down fighting at bantamweight because really he, he really belongs up at, at featherweight. He he keeps trying to make this cut down. Um, I know his last fight came in at catchweight uh, instead. I think he's going to come in as a huge favorite here on Ryzen because of that like muscliness. But Ryzen is also just kind of like a guy who's good enough in a lot of different places, which is why you see him win sometimes. Like he's got some decent wrestling. He can put together a decent combination. He just occasionally gets caught with some shit. Um, and like sometimes against good guys and sometimes against not such good guys. But I will say this about Avalos is like he sometimes just, gets taken down too easily. I know I mentioned that before with, uh, man, somebody from one of the previous fights, but like, he just kind of like, looks like he's willing to go to the mat or like, as he's going down is just going to like hip over or hit a switch and then wind up on top. And it's worked sometimes in the past, which is why I think he continues to do it. But I think like he could just find himself in some really shitty spots against Tim Ryzen there. So, uh, yeah, I, I like, know this is going to be a big dog. He's probably going to post in the three hundreds, but I'm willing to take a stab at that. I think, as far as like a fun dog play on a Friday night, he's a good one. Everybody knows big muscle guys gas out, Dan. That's right. Yeah. Except for Drake is Duplices. Uh, who, by the way, I'm pretty sure we continue to say his name wrong. Uh, totally. It's it's Duplessis. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah. That's right. He corrects everybody uh, after every single win. And then I go right back to the very next podcast, which was yeah. yesterday's podcast, and say it wrong. <laughs> he's not French, though. Come on. He's South African. He, he can't pretend he's French. Yeah, but I, I think he say it French. <laughs> okay, fine. Say it French. All right, let's go to our main event. It is flyweights. Gianni Vasquez versus Gilbert Nakatani. Excuse me. Uh, Nakatani, Sphere FC debut. He's 4-0 with two knockouts, two submissions. So he's finished everyone he's fought. Vasquez, Kryptonia is the nickname. 5-4, and four, four, uh, two knockouts, two submissions. He's been submitted once. 1-0 in Fury FC, one via knockout. So in two straight fights and four or five, used to fight up at Bantamweight. That's all I got for you on these people. Dan will have more, hopefully. Yeah, Nakatani's uh, really fun to watch grapple. Um, he's he's particularly good on the mat here. Uh, I, I've seen he's got like a really nice body lock takedown. Um, he, he like lifts well from behind and like sometimes hits that kind of body lock takedown too. And when he's on the mat, he's just kind of like one of those ruthless guys looking for a, a finish and pouring it on. I, I really just think he's going to absolutely perplex Vasquez on the mat and just beat him that way. Um, I, I kind of imagine he's going to be posted in like, let's say negative 235 is probably the number we'll see. He, he should be a big enough favorite here, but probably one because he's unproven and only 4-0. That's not so large that it's like still worth throwing in a parlay somewhere. Throw it in a parlay. I haven't heard that for a while, but there you go. We gave you picks, six picks for LFA and for Fury FC Friday night. So make sure you get in on that. I've done, hopefully next time I 
getting your ear holes on Wednesday night. I will not sound like this anymore. Um, but I got to stop talking if that's going to be the case. So I'm going to shut up. Um, tell you SGPN MMA on Twitter's what you should follow along with Jeff Fox writer and Gumby Vreeland and give us reviews, obviously, as Dan said, rate and review. So we look good for the boss. The boss thinks we should have more reviews because he knows what an amazing show we are. So there you go. Um, anything else? Um, we'll let you talk, Dan. You take it away. You tell him anything else that needs to be said. I'm done talking. <laughs> All that needs to be said is I'm Dan to Gumby Freeland. He is ginger ass Jeff Fox. And we will catch you on Wednesday.